to the Pete McMurray Show. Senator Patrick Leahy is currently the chamber's longest-serving senator. His new book is entitled The Road Taken About His Life in Politics. And we welcome in Senator Leahy now. Senator, thank you for your time. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Before we get to the book, I wanted to ask you about student loan forgiveness. Many Americans are thinking, what's in it for me? I personally paid 10 years of college loans. My wife, eight years of college loans. My son will be in college next year. A lot of us feel left out. Well, I, you know, I paid my, my college loans, and uh, our children did theirs, and, and uh, my wife and I helped on some of them. But um, for some, it's, it's going to be essential for them to get back. It's, it's a mixed bag. Um, yes. The cost of college and universities has gotten much too high. What I hope is that the fact that they're giving some of this forgiveness that doesn't convince colleges to increase tuition at all because it's much too high now anyway. I know the college tuition, or I went to Georgetown Law School. Right, right. It, it's uh, in real dollars. It's about three or four times what it was when I went there. I had a student loan that is manageable. Now that it's so high, I'm afraid a lot of young people are not going to go to college. And we need them if we're going to compete with the rest of the world. Well, I think we're doing it the wrong way. Shouldn't we be talking to these colleges and say, hold on a second, you're you're pricing out of the price range here. A lot of people aren't going to be able to afford college. But we went the route, the government route, of saying, hey, we're going to forgive your loans. In colleges, they'll probably increase again next year. It's just a, a, a continuous cycle. Well, I, and I, I worry about that. And I know that I'm very, very uh, pleased with the president of the University of Vermont. He's been there for a few years now, Suresh Garamella. He's kept uh, tuition and costs even for, uh, for several years. It's meant they've had to cut back on some things. They've had to tighten the belt on others. And but he's done it, and I applaud him for it. And I talked to him about this, and he said, "I we're not going to use this as an excuse to uh, raise tuition." I'm hoping, and I said to him, I, "I hope that that becomes the norm because this would be a disaster if it's just used to increase." tuition when it's it's costing too much already. Well, it's just crazy. These colleges need to be policed and they're just policing themselves and there's no chance that they're going to lower their prices or lower their tuition. They're going to continue to raise their tuition year after year. But one more thing, I know Lisa wants to get in here. The bailout is around $300 billion. Where does that money come from? Are are, uh, are taxes going to go up? Where does the money come from? No, in fact, uh, the way that things are set up, certainly if you make less than $400,000, you're not going to see any any tax increase. As we create more jobs, we, we also have, it is better for the country. We have to be able to compete with the rest of the world. And I worry that we lose that competitive edge uh, We've been putting money into high tech, even in my state, with the uh, chips bill and others. Yes. And that's what we have to do because uh, we're not, it's not going to be industry at all that it was when, when I was uh, first coming into 
the labor market. It's an entirely different world, and we've got to prepare our people to do it. Speaking of being competitive with the world, I know that one of the causes you champion are patents and laws protecting American inventions. Why do you think this is such an important cause for the future, especially when we want to compete against growing economies like China? When I wrote the uh, uh, what became the Leahy Smith Act, we hadn't we hadn't updated our patent laws for fifty years. Now think what's happened in the last fifty years. A uh, lot. We're not, we're not, yeah, we're, we're we're not patenting a you know a locomotive or something like that, and. So I put together a bipartisan coalition, and we got that through and upgraded. Now what we've got to do is continue upgrading so people aren't just uh, gaming the, the system. If we want to be competitive, we've got to be able to protect our inventors, and we've got to be able to uh, protect against those who China has been one of the worst to take things that we've spent hundreds of millions, even billions of dollars to develop and then steal it. Right. Very important. We're talking with Senator Patrick Leahy. His brand new book is called The Road Taken. You were born in 1940. The troops came home in 1945 from World War II. Do you remember that when the troops came home? I do because I remember staying with my mother and father. I grew up in Montpelier, our capital city. And the parades, spontaneous parades. We lived almost across the street from the uh, state house, our state capitol. And I remember that. I remember the thrill. I remember my parents cheering and crying and applauding and everybody else doing the same. And I'm five years older, but I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. And uh, my, my parents really pushed to read history, understand history. And I had my first library card when I was four years old. <laughs> and I um, I would just read everything that I could on it. And my father, who had to leave school at the age of 13 because his father, my grandfather, had died as a stone carver, he became a self-taught historian. And so you always had that sense of history. When I... When I I wrote this book, The Road Taken. I was trying to show as much the arc of what the Senate was when I came there as the second youngest member and only Democrat ever elected in Vermont's history uh, in 1974 to where it is today. And the arc is unsettling to me. I'm glad you brought that up because my next question was going to be over the span of your career. I think we've all been focusing on some of the bad directions that politics has changed in this country. Is there anything that you think has changed for the better? I I am concerned. When I first came there, the Senate was never perfect, but it could often be the conscience of the nation. And I saw Republicans and, and Democrats working closely together. We may have areas of disagreement, but then we'd work out those disagreements. Now there's more what what kind of sound bite can you get almost as though you're in a one-week term and not a six-year term, and, and that's hurt. Uh, it's become too partisan. Now, we come together in some things, in, in uniting 
uh, to give aid to Ukraine. And on that, I, I compliment uh, President Biden because we had, had a, almost a fractured NATO where I know the former president would condemn NATO and people were at each other's throats. And President Biden brought them all together. I think Putin was amazed that they would come together the way they did and even have a, a country like Finland that's a state neutral asked to join right. uh, NATO. NATO. Yes. So, so it's a, uh, that, that's one of the positive things. And I think what I want, I want to see us get away from the, the fractured partisanship and get back to being a, a moral leader for the, for the world. Right. Uh, Senator, you know, we talk about both sides being angry. If a Republican or Democrat crosses the aisle today, they're admonished by their party. For example, the $1 trillion infrastructure bill. Former President Trump urged Republicans to vote against the bill, but 19 Republican senators voted for it, including Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell. And, Senator, I remember reading an article listing all the senators that read something like, remember these 19 senators who voted to help Biden. Now, we always hear about the past. Reagan and Tip O'Neill worked together and went out to dinner. Clinton worked with Republicans to balance the federal budget. You were there during that time. What's the difference between that time and now? And why can't we work together? There, there is too much just meeting as a party and not with each other. Uh, back in the days, you talked about Tip O'Neill, Ron, uh, Ronald Reagan. I, I mean, I was at some of those things, especially the uh, St. Patrick's Day parties. And <laughs> the laughter, the joking, and then the coming together and things. What I've done, and I probably passed more bipartisan legislation than anybody in the Senate, I have, partly because of my seniority and President Protect, have wonderful offices in the Capitol. I invite senators there for going to be an evening session, see the view. We have prayer hour and holy water, as we call it. You can imagine what the holy water is. Some of it's single malt. Some of it's, uh, yes. But, and some of it's just club soda. But we come together. No press, nobody else, we come together. And in my book, The Road Taken, I want people to know you can come together. Senator Patrick Leahy, the name of the book is called The Road Taken. Senator, thank you for your time. Thank you. Take care.